This is really in the plot synopsis. Told by the director that the scholarship will only go to whichever student dazzles him. I feel like that's not ethical. If I, if you- I say that all the time. If I ever came into money, I would have a scholarship fund, but it would just be for that. I was like, write an essay, but you have to fucking wow me personally. Yeah, like impress me alone. Just, just me. Sit in I- the office. They come in. I have one question for you. Dazzle me. <laughs> and they're like, that's a statement. And you go, you're in. Welcome to Oops All Segments, the best podcast hitting your eardrums at this very moment. I'm your host, Kevin. I'm your other host, Thomas. And today we are here with friend, musician, improviser in Chicago, Andrew Baldwin. Hello, Andrew. Hey. Hey. Oh, man. This is a great time to find out that we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I've been waiting for Thomas to introduce me as his friend for years. Yep. Me, my co-host slash acquaintance, and my good, good friend, (laughs) Andrew. Oh, man. (laughs) You'll get there someday. I I am hoping. I am hoping. (laughs) Andrew, we usually start the show with a check-in. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Good and tired. Yeah, I don't think I've not introduced myself as tired. I think for a year. Wow. <laughs> have you been have you ever been not tired throughout the last 365 days? Oh god, I don't think so. <laughs> do you think and this is not an accusation, Andrew, but do you think there's a little part of like our modern hustle culture where it's kind of like a flex to say you're tired? Like it's like I've just been grinding too damn hard oh i think 100 percent that is true but that is not me this is me it's it's kind of like you know when you're gonna bring up something to like your friends or you're doing a school project and you go so i'm not feeling good and this isn't going to be very good that's my i'm tired right you (laughs) not to like not to precursor this for for yeah yeah Yeah, they'll be like well andrew wasn't that great it's like well he was tired yeah also Don't worry, the podcast is never good, so (laughs) there's not, like, a risk that we could fall from grace, like, we haven't done a funny one yet, we don't intend to. (laughs) The benefit is it can always go up from here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's the good thing. I understand. I think you're right, actually, Thomas, that there is a flex to, like, sort of uh, performatively being tired, whether or not you sincerely are. I think, like, as somebody who is often burning the candle at both ends it is like th- one of the benefits is that people often give you grace and they're like well he's he's quite overworked you see so and that, that <laughs> yeah, is, yeah 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 this is nice to, yeah this isn't like, like a cool hustle thing again it's just i am genuinely tired and from stupidity it's just like oh man andrew shouldn't have stayed up till two playing kingdom hearts again sure sure yeah yeah like yes. talk about of- King- are you playing kingdom hearts right now I like started it and then stopped for no reason. And then I was like, I should start it again. And I was like, I, you know, like when you're in a flow of like a story game and then you stop and you try to pick it up, you're like, I didn't forget what I did, but I'm just not in it. Now I need to start it over. I'm less invested now. (laughs) This is the same reason. This is what my dad used to tell me when he didn't want me to take a year off before going to university. He was like, (laughs) I once put down Donkey Kong Country and I never (laughs) went back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I never found that. That is a thing, though. I, I definitely have had games where it like stresses me out because there's too much story and I know if I stop, I'll forget. And I kind of i find game story much more stressful than gameplay because i just yeah i have to like pay attention in a different way yeah you're like you're like oh wait i don't know if i was properly invested in this character like i feel way worse when i like mistake one video game character for another character Mm. in the same game because they didn't do like a good enough job designing them differently and and i feel way worse about that than i do about like fucking up a level so (laughs) you know because yeah, all NPCs well, look alike to me. So. And then sometimes, you know, you just hit a point where, like, I'll, you know, I'm watching The Last of Us. I was like, oh, I want to play yeah. this. So I just arbitrarily started the last time I played it, like, a year or something oh, yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, you're in, like, the middle of some random mission. I, I'm in the middle of a random mission that's well 
past the midpoint of the game and I was just like, I don't have the reflexes of someone yeah. that's been playing this for yeah, half of I'm the not game. Good enough for this. <laughs> so yeah. you you load up the game and you Joel is pointing a gun at a snail and you're like, whoa, this is like the climax. Yeah, it was just like but honestly though, it was a nice way to ease back in. Yeah. Here's a question, and this is sort of spoilers for the show, but I, yeah. I've been thinking about this lately. Kevin brought up The Last of Us show a couple episodes ago. I did. Yeah. Um, I think very good. that much like what happened with Daenerys in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. viewers, especially who haven't played the games, are going to have a really hard time with the ending of The Last of Us 1. Because yeah. I think Pedro Pascal is very likable. People are not like expecting that turn that's so kind of dark and unpleasant. And I'm yeah. curious, I know the games were controversial, but I feel like the show even more so people will be upset if they don't know that's coming. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, think, I think you might be right. I, I agree. If for some reason, what's throwing me is, is like... Are you sure about that? It sounds that? like you don't. <laughs> but, what's throwing me is how stupid you said it. Like, you sound I agree, dumb. but Talk. you're actually an idiot is the problem. Like, I agree. Hey, Thomas, hey. you suck. I... You said it. Your words, not me. Uh, no, I just, for some reason, what threw me was the Game of Thrones comparison. I'm like, all right, Andrew, time to fake that you have watched or read any Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, got it, got it. But so I mean, I you're... Haven't, I haven't done it either. I just, I'm on Twitter. So that was my okay, point. Okay, yeah, no, people are going to be... It's like, at the end of Game of Thrones, I feel like this isn't spoilers anymore, because it's, but if you care, uh, it, then spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. But like... Uh, there's like a big character twist that many people felt was not in line with one of the central characters of the show's like motivations or narrative after eight seasons. And so they were like, this doesn't vibe because I feel like the character, because the character that you kind of, it's one of the ones you're rooting for, sort of a protagonistic character, makes a very like negative antagonistic decision. And The Last of Us, the twist at the end of The Last of Us or, or, or you know, that last scene is is another kind of moment where you're like, oh, I don't know if I agree with Joel here. I don't know if this is the right call. I think I do think that it's like done a little differently. And it does feel at least in the way that they're like, they're doing a good job in the show of like making it about their relationship and that narrative that being a big part of the narrative. And so I so far, like knowing where it's going feels like it might be earned, but it still probably will piss people off because I think it's yeah, I don't, eyes I'm not it, saying the will show be. will do it badly. I just think people have a hard time when like the protagonist does something really fucked up. Like I just yeah. think that, yeah. I think, I think what's going to happen is people are going to just react stupidly like internet people. <laughs> now, yeah. there's no precedent for that, Andrew. I don't know. <laughs> you know okay, no, 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 no. no. I got to say this. You know who the real clickers are? People on the internet clicking Whoa. On all sorts of links. And Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's I think my best joke. It's really. But that's a good point, right? Because there are a lot of people watching this that didn't play the game. And they'll be floored and they'll have those opinions. But it's just like, I feel, you know, because Game of Thrones, like, I I think, like, Thomas, we're like the same age. Kevin, I'm going to just say we're the same age-ish. But uh, (laughs) we're all 15. (laughs) We're all 15. But, you know, it's like someone like Game of Thrones going through it. Like, millennials were like more Gen Z age-ish. And yeah. then, so now, but like Gen, Z, like Gen Z, not to be like that fucker. And then also millennials, <laughs> like we're all like lumped into it, but they just feel so intensely. They feel so intensely and they don't like character development. <laughs> or it's yeah. like, they don't like characters to be bad because then they're bad. And if you like them, you're yeah. a bad person. You're like, it no, does. that makes, that's good writing. <laughs> I think that this is, is a big thing. Yeah. This also, feels a you are like that getting fucker old. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, firstly, <laughs> you are that fucker. But um, <laughs> no, I, I do think, though, like I, I've been struggling with this over the last couple of years um, because I feel like I I'm getting older. And I one of the things that feels like feels older, more mature about me is that like I 
don't care that much about most things that a lot of people seem to be invested in. And I just I that sounds like like I I think it's important, but I also think that like a lot of people get really interested in like cutting down a certain like villainizing seems to be like a big part of if you don't like something or if someone's like ethically against something even like even if they are bad people i just am like yeah "Yeah, of course these people are nazis and they suck let's move on like (laughs) i like i just like me being me sitting here and fucking yelling about it isn't going to do anything and i feel like it doesn't i don't know i feel like weirdly like separated from like the, the i just don't see a lot of benefit into like making an enemy right now um, you're just so over the over the last of us <laughs> is that yeah is that what's happening <laughs> you think joel is a real guy and you're forgiving him for killing those doctors <laughs> wait what <laughs> shit yeah imagine no, that, if i didn't that is know a, the ending that's and an you interesting just it for me. yeah interesting point i wish i could say the same i'm just as angry as i ever was but i'm working on it <laughs> I just yeah. I'm what's true is I've reached Zen. I just don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, I, I want to backtrack and say it's like I am older, but I'm still angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good for both of you. I just don't give a shit anymore. I just, I, yeah. it's just like full blown apathy has taken over. I don't, and that maybe does explain more the mature. podcast and like. Yeah, no, it's very yeah. childish, but I wasn't going to say anything. Let's go to our first <laughs> segment, the warm up segment. Yes, yes. Let's spin a wheel. Let's see what happens uh, on the wheel. Um, Woo! That's a real wheel. Oh, yeah. Don't trust the bee in segment 21. (laughs) (laughs) Don't trust the bee in segment 21. You thought I'd say 23, didn't you? Well, I I got you. Segment 21, Sturgis Time. Read the plot synopsis of the film 21 starring Jim Sturgis and discuss. <laughs> fuck Kevin wow. Spacey is what it says here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right, let me pull this up here. Yeah, would you do the honors, Thomas? Now, the plot synopsis you- is... Ten paragraphs long. Oh my god! Okay, um, we're not gonna read the whole plot. Has anyone seen on the movie Twenty One? I Have remember you, the movie Twenty One. Do you remember it, Andrew? No, I don't think <laughs> I've ever heard of it. <laughs> Twenty One so, was like a movie that Jim Sturgis had like two films come out in one year where he was a big hit. It was this and Across the Universe. Oh yeah! Right. I was yeah. like, why do I know his face? Yeah, <laughs> and as um, Jude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Jude, um, but uh, he in twenty one. He like he's a guy who uh, can count cards really well. He like has like uh, he's really good at mental math and some sort of specific kind of memory or something. So they take him to the casino and he starts counting cards, and then he gets mixed up in a in a. Uh, I think I think like that his like mentor is Kevin Spacey, but then I think there's like Lawrence Fishburne is in it, and he plays like this like like security guy who like like beats the shit out of him for counting cards and stuff. It's a really like weird. I just remember it being like this sort of like now you see me prequel style. It's not related to the now you see me universe, which we all know and revere. But um, <laughs> I was going to say movies. I was like, mm. don't you better not be dissing now you see me too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo, uh, my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, no. The, well, let me let me read some details from here because they do uh, enrich yeah. the the narrative a bit. So Ben Campbell, a mathematics major at MIT, oh. is accepted into Harvard Medical School, but cannot afford the three hundred thousand dollar tuition. He applies for the prestigious Robinson Scholarship, which would cover the entire cost. Despite having a great score, this is all about just nerds taking tests. (laughs) He has a score of 44 on the MCAT. No fucking way. High grades, but he faces fierce competition and is told by the director that the scholarship. (laughs) This is incredible. This is really in the plot synopsis. Told by the director that the scholarship will only go to whichever student dazzles him. I feel like that's not ethical. If I, if you- I say that all the time. If I ever came into money, I would have a scholarship fund, but it would just be for that. I was like, be- write an essay, but you have to fucking wow me personally. <laughs> yeah, like impress me alone. Just, just me. Sit in I- the office. They come in. I have one question for you. Dazzle me. <laughs> and they're like, that's a statement. And you go, you're in. 
<laughs> yeah, you slide them a check for a million dollars and you walk away. But it, like, I Jump know, out the like, window. if you're trying to get into Harvard Medical School and they're like, look, you I'd to love to give you the scholarship. You definitely earned it. Yeah, I'd like it if you really blew my mind. Yeah, you. My 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 mother has a very important surgery coming up, and I the doctor's like. Uh, don't worry, we're sending you to a specialist. He is, uh, uh, you know, he, he, his grades um, in school were subpar, but wow, did he dazzle us? Like, <laughs> he blew us away. It's like, well, doing what? Like, did he fucking so do a one heist? other? There are so many details in this about his grades. I just want to read a few what? more. Back at MIT, a professor, Mickey Rosa, challenges Ben with the Monty Hall problem. That's the one where the goat is behind one of the doors and you, right. like, change your answer. Which he solves. He solves the Monty Hall problem. After okay. looking at Ben's 97% score on his latest nonlinear equations test, <laughs> Mickey invites Ben to join the MIT Blackjack team. So... There's Who a black wrote the summary and is like, we got to get all these grades exact because <laughs> these are incredible wow 97 percent on a fake exam someone claiming it's not believable or like authentic because he he got 97 and you'd have to get a 98 to dazzle someone <laughs> like... <laughs> wait. wait a second whoa, whoa 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 so it's this is like a framing device i think because at the end the film ends with ben recounting the tale to the dazzled scholarship director oh my god <laughs> dazzled and dumbfounded <laughs> yeah it comes full circle i mean so in a crap. way he does dazzle them yeah that's pretty what impressive would you say is the most dazzling blackjack set of cards you could get because obviously <laughs> 21 you're winning but i'm not oh dazzled. you mean like yeah. i thought you meant i thought you meant like the cards themselves, like the prettiest yeah. cards that dazzle. Sure. Oh, you are. You're like the artwork. Yeah. What <laughs> you like... mean, like the way the cards are manufactured, Thomas? Like bicycle. What do we like? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm thinking it's uh, it's the ones your fucking uncle brings to you because he came from a trip but forgot to give you a present and he picked <laughs> him up on the airport. Yeah. <laughs> And they're from they're, your local airport. Like, yeah, it's it's they had landed. They didn't. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't leaving. They had landed. They're and not it's like, from hey, where they came from? They're these from uh, enjoy these do. Cincinnati playing cards. Yeah, yeah. Or wow. like, a, or like Hamilton, a, it's, it's from Ontario. Like, a stopover. like it's not. It's not where you are currently, but it's like where they did a changeover and they're. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something they got that's from duty-free. Well. You oh, know yeah, your yeah. husband just cheated on you if he comes home and gives you a big deck of playing cards <laughs> that he bought at the airport. They could have been the fanciest playing cards. I still think see, I still think he cheated on me. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't buy me off with these aces. <laughs> a deck full of aces. Okay, now, now I'm a, li now I'm a little... Deck possible. I'm a little more intrigued. <laughs> yeah, honestly... I'm going to fuck your husband for a deck full of aces. Um, <laughs> you guys ever see the movie Smoke and Aces? I did. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that movie. And also, do you remember the movie The Losers? That was like sort of no. like similar. See, no one. Fuck this fucking movie. You keeps said you up. never got angry about stuff. You're so fuck, pissed. Fuck, dude. I'm fucking zen as shit right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, like I just remember these like sort of like like C level action movies coming out, and The Losers yeah. was one of them. And I tried to, I brought it up recently, and other people also didn't remember that it ever existed, and it made me feel real fucking stupid, and I got mad yeah. there too. So, I wish I could have been told about the audition call because uh, I'm a shoe in. Speaking of audition call, I hear that um, that Wait, you you can't say this. Okay. Because I'm no, we're not allowed to announce the casting okay. yet. Okay. So then speaking I of audition call. Nothing. To be continued. <laughs> yeah. And also, let's go to an ad break, maybe. <laughs> I will be starring in the film The Loser 2. Starring, all the other losers have been cut, but I'm there. Yeah, exactly. It's me um, and Sturgis. Back together, <laughs> you and Sturgy, and on um, the on the poster, I'm a Jack, and he's a 
a freaking ace. <laughs> fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but fuck off, dude. Have you seen my linear algebra test? <laughs> it's pretty, pretty well. Do you, Have you seen my times test from second grade? <laughs> I, I solved it nine, in under dude. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is a funny man. thing in the movie Inception when he's like, if you can draw a maze that's really hard, then you can be a dream weaver. I always thought that was like too low a bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I think people do that by accident a lot. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah. Like when you're on the phone, you just accidentally doodle that and then just an architect yeah. or whatever they called it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, Kevin. You wanted to do an ad break. I did, but you just stopped we me. Go. Webster's Dictionary defines podcast as a domesticated, odd-toed, hoofed mammal with a great affinity for oats. That's a horse. Right. But we are a podcast, and we're called roommate lovers. We do advice questions, things like, why is my roommate using my toothbrush? How do I flirt without being creepy? And why did you use my toothbrush? I told you I couldn't find mine. Gross. We live together, and we are together, which is why the show is called Roommate Lovers. Get it? Find new episodes of Roommate Lovers on Mondays, wherever you podcast now that's a podcast of a different color you mean horse yarp well i think we're <laughs> back is that I'm right so hungry oh you man. did this last episode <laughs> eat eat before we record or something oh. don't oh wait what is this new bit where every time I'm we take an ad break what happened in the ad break? <laughs> Andrew, Kevin's been <laughs> freaking choking me out of the food. You got to help. <laughs> I advocate for couples to solve their own problems. Couples? Problems. Pairings. That's two of you. It's a couple. That's true. Yeah. But I'm still pissed about it. Now you, I need you to read into that, Kevin. So not only are you not introduced as his friend, he doesn't yeah. view you yeah. in a coupling format. I wouldn't no. even say we're two people. No, yeah. <laughs> One of us, for sure. Human being, person. Thomas recognizes their you know, sovereignty and agency. It's on, his, it's on his resume. <laughs> Thomas, human person. Human person, yeah. On a mine, guy. it says, ask Thomas Tolles. <laughs> See Thomas Tolles. <laughs> yeah no it's true edgar edgar you're not edgar um andrew. Andrew. oh big but he is oh i do love edgar yeah we did this is gonna be on and i told kevin that you two were friends which is probably why he just made that this is gonna make edgar's embarrassing day gap. yeah <laughs> you're to make you feel any better your audio sounds better than edgar's did yeah um, edgar really sucks as a <laughs> sorry as a human <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, not in terms like, of recording quality. No, just like recording quality is fine, but it did sound bad because of who he was as a person. Yeah. Um, that's, but, what's weird is that's Edgar's voice. That wasn't his microphone. He just like, <laughs> sounds muffled. He sounds tinny. <laughs> oh, man. Andrew, fun, fun fact before I ask you this. I used to, I, I used to be like a, a, a back when like – hip hop forums were like a thing in like the early days of the internet. I used to do a lot of like hip hop collaborations with people on, on forums uh, as a mm. rapper. And you look like an Andrew that I used to work with a lot, but I'm guessing your last name is not Rodriguez. So correct. No. Yeah. So unfortunately, Andrew uh, is a, is a drummer and a musician though. Oh, well, there we go. He's picking up his camera and <laughs> he just walks out. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, just, no. yeah, he's going We've on the bus. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's catching the green line. <laughs> what, what, what did you try to show just now, Andrew? Because you just kind of picked it up and then I think he may have even disconnected. I think he unplugged your... his mic when he picked it up, maybe. <laughs> No, we can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're now no longer. Oh, you're. Hold on, wait. You're muted on Streamyard. Wait, 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 wait. Oh no, I can't unmute you because you don't have a mic yet. According to Streamyard, this okay. is great. This, this is unprecedented. Just when we thought Edgar's audio was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what you. No, get. you know what's fucking amazing. Oh, wait, yeah, you're back. You're back. Yeah, we just got done talking about how great my audio is because I tried to show you my drum set. 
Yeah. My piano, my Very drum cool. set. Oh, and nice. then, so I unplugged my mic <laughs> as I did that to the last, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. It doesn't matter. talking mad, horrible shit about us the whole time. I know. Just like, so, but now at least this, it'll all link up. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should be fine. Um. Uh. So, Andrew, you have a segment for us, I think. Oh, and... Holy shit, you're gonna. This is gonna blow your mind. Oh god, I want to make sure I don't fuck this up. All <laughs> these things. I'm just. Like, yeah, don't worry, again. it's too late. You already did. Like, <laughs> hey, it's not gonna- I need you to know, though, that my audio with the cutting out and stopping still better than Edgar's. Um, Honestly, that is yes. True. Yeah. So, Sorry, um, <laughs> yeah, great guest. We'd love to have him back. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, um, <laughs> this segment is, and this is so serendipitous that you brought up your uh, collaborating because this is called Supergroup. And I'm going to give you two artists or like groups, and you're going to tell me what their band name is, like what the genre is, oh. and like, and like list what their first hit single would be. Okay, cool. I love that. All right. Is this is this like based on what we know about the artists as actual artists, or is it more like in line with um like what the names are giving us? I I would like to hear like from the, the first one, like the yeah, what yeah, you know sure. of the artists. You got um it. Yeah. And feel free to do what's, as many or as few as you want. What's yeah, oh, the yeah, title of the segment? segment? Oh, it's Supergroup. Oh great. There we go. Perfect. I told you it is not clever. It's just what it is it worked for me all right so your first two artists are tom delong of blink 182 okay and and wolfgang amadeus mozart oh damn (laughs) so tom delong is like the whiny one right he's like the one who's like don't waste your time on me right yeah 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 yeah. okay and so he's like the one who's like into like alien conspiracies and correct maybe not conspiracies but like alien research and like um all that stuff and like so so i think yeah what so they would have to have a band together yeah yeah and who's most think about yeah Wolfgang. So I, I think Wolfgang Amadeus I think would, Mozart. Odd future. We would have to call it Blink seventeen sixty eight. Yeah, the year that Mozart was writing. Yeah. Um, Mozart's and, not the one who cut his ear off, right? That's Beethoven. Neither it's Van Gogh, the dumb. painter. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. Wait, one of them was fucking deaf, though, right? Yeah, Beethoven, Beethoven was went deaf. deaf. He didn't cut his ear off. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Isn't okay. there a pianist who cut his ear off? Wait, I have I have a pretty offensive <laughs> na- idea for a song that they would create together. Yeah, what is it? Take off your pants and jacket in A minor. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Damn, is that is ki- clever and Mozart. bad. It's kind of stolen from a Bo Burnham joke, so I can't take all the credit, but it felt like a good combo oh. of the two. Yeah, wow. That was pretty wow, good. Wow, that was good. That yeah. what a super group. All right. Um okay, how about uh <laughs> two guys? That's another couple. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about Are you coming up with these as like Yeah, I'm doing this right now. Planned out? Oh, okay. No, so no. you can also you can also give input then, Andrew, since you don't have like Yeah. any yeah. foresight here. Oh, uh, yeah, no foresight. Sorry. Um That was a good one. <laughs> that's the end of the segment <laughs> oh man I, I need to give you at least two more sorry my uh i had like oh, this is great um i had some good ideas and then they all left me because i got nervous with that audio fuck up oh, man. <laughs> um okay how about uh how about yoko ono and kendrick lamar oh very oh, wow good. that's a good one yeah <laughs> um because like Yoko's music, I I feel like it was like super experimental. Is that right? Like was Yoko Ono like pretty yeah. like it's pretty yeah. out there like avant garde style. 
Which, um, whereas Kendrick's is like feel good, like upbeat kind of pop yeah, music. The, the benefit so like, is they're both sort of weird. Like Kendrick does like <laughs> doing some pretty like out there stuff. Like, you know, like I feel like it would be like him like rapping at like a, a rapping into like a bag of rats that he found on the subway mm-hmm. or something and being like, <laughs> like, like that would be like the, the way that it would manifest. It would just be like him doing something like weird performance art versions of the recording. Think like Nick cave. Um, but what so would I they be guess called? the group would be called good Yoko mad. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, starting off strong. Go mad. Oh, no. (laughs) I got a swimming pool of perfume and a dive in. Because didn't she like, wasn't she obsessed with perfume or was that just a Simpsons joke? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I know very little about Yoko Ono. Yeah. She ruined the damn Beatles. I know that much. (laughs) And I'll never forgive her for it. Is that just like a misogynistic take? Or is it? Yeah, I think she actually provided a lot of support for John. And who was an abuser but right she right. she ought to stay away from my boys the beatles <laughs> yeah what would their what would their hit song be called i mean yeah, i already a, did a good kid mad city pun yeah. but um i think like um because like it definitely would have to make use of like brackets like i feel like kendrick lamar often has like songs that are like titled and then they have like another title too and I feel like that yeah. also fits with like the experimentation. And so like um I feel like the first one would be like 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 um if if it is actually Kendrick Lamar like rapping into a bag of rats, for example. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um sure. I think it would maybe be called like like Passion in all caps, kind of like the damn titles used yeah. to be, but then in brackets, it would have like like a long actual description of what Kendrick Lamar was physically doing, like, like, um, you know, professing, uh, extended lyrics into bag filled with live rodents, um, or something like that. So that's their first hit song. No, that sounds like something I would have played on my master's recital. That sounds great. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Passion. passion, art, high art. Um, it definitely this has a period at the end of the title too. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I think uh, your Inside A minor, your A minor one was better, but okay. this wasn't bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, clear, I came up with that one, and yeah, Kevin came say, up with this one. So w- a human came up with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this fucking AI really nailed this. <laughs> I am uh, just a robot in a body. I'm AI. <laughs> Have you ever seen me uh, and AI in the same room? <laughs> oh, if y'all maybe combine then for this third one. All right. Um, Tyler, the creator, and oh, Dolly great. Parton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Goblin 925. <laughs> Goblin 925. <laughs> Is that their first song or the, the yeah, name of the group? The first song. Okay, that's the first that's, song. That's the Goblin hit song. Nine, two, five. Um. Um, <laughs> man, that's a good one. Um, we should convert the odd future wolf gang, kill them all into Dolly like Parton Dolly words. Parton, this is, yeah. So it's like so. Southern Blonde, yes. Big Tits. <laughs> Southern Blonde, Lots Big of love. Tits, Lots of Love. <laughs> Southern Blonde, Big Tits, Lots of Love, right? Um, Is that, I feel like I've degraded two women and I feel bad for it, but Dolly Parton (laughs) does famously have, I mean. You could call it like, like you could be like, I mean, she's also just, she's, there's lots you could say about Dolly Parton. She was like a pretty big, oh no, I'm getting her mixed up with um, somebody else. Uh, She was a pretty big like activist (laughs) though, right? Is that true? So she. She was sort of like a working class hero, but then she did that Squarespace ad where she was like, working five, two, nine, and everyone got mad at her because she was like, uh, hustle, grind culture, which brings us back to that stupid <laughs> thing I said at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dolly Parton ain't been tired a day in her damn life. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But, you know, I think that I think that it still works. I mean, we could just use the acronym and then I feel like. So, yeah, really... Tyler, the creator, more like Dolly, the hypocrite. 
Not, yeah, also, Tyler, the creator, is not like, it's not like he's void of having misogynistic content in his music. I, like. I've never noticed any of that. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, his music's ironic, so it would have to be her music ironic, sort yeah. of like in that. So she'd be really homophobic. He would probably but call privately. it like jerkin' nine to five or something. You That's know? good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. jerkin' nine to five, and it's all about masturbating. <coughs> is, is his music still about jerking off and, and being no. pubescent? It's no, it's Is yeah. It just about the Grinch now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, really. But yeah, he did the soundtrack to the recent animated Grinch movie. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people are talking about it. It yeah. honestly slapped. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> He's a mean one. <laughs> the Grinch talks to his therapist, and it's just his voice, but deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Played by oh, Jim man. Carrey for some reason. Honestly, still. I feel like Tyler would crush a Dr. Seuss movie just because of all the internal rhyming and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so cool. Like, Cindy Lou Who coming at you. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> like I'm a hop on pop, hop on pop, hop, hop, hop on pop. Yeah. Just true. all of them eating roaches and stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That's true. It's true. Well, this has well, been a great segment. A Did we satisfy segment. your needs, Andrew? I feel I'm placated for sure. <laughs> Good for the time being. Yeah. You really don't show joy. <laughs> yeah. This I told is the you the happiest I'm, I've ever seen you. I told you I'm tired. <laughs> that time you said it kind of mean. Yeah, you cuz I'm angry. Yeah, I also oh, told shit. you that too. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, you He's did tell us two, two emotions. He's tired two. and angry. <laughs> no, that was good. Yeah, I'm, I actually think that was a really good idea for a segment. You didn't give yourself enough credit. We had yeah, a great time. That was fucking dope. Oh, great. Um, I don't want to like you know show the how to do the magic trick, but uh, <laughs> uh, in in running with the theme of me being tired because I'm doing everything so last minute because I'm like just not t- planning my life well right now yeah sure. but i was playing some video games and it was 245 i'm like oh shit <laughs> i need to think of something <laughs> and the game just, you were playing was you thought of band two, what yeah well no this is what happened right because he's playing kingdom hearts yeah and he sees a game where two different things are combined into something greater than the sum of their parts Goofy and Sephiroth. <laughs> and you're like, I know what to do. Disney and I'm lore just... and Final Fantasy lore, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, thank you, Sephiroth. Square. No, that was that was fire. That was fire. I, I think we I think we've got time to whip that yeah, wheel around the corner. Don't, don't don't you think so, T? I so do. shall we give her a spinneroonie and Let's see what give happens? Give it a spin. Here we go. Woo! Eighty-seven. 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 Sports. Participants <laughs> discuss a shared interest slash passion like, in the style of me. stereotypical sports broadcasters. Oh, Did I, I love that. You? That's fun. That's yeah, like an cool. improv game. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I thought we were going to talk about... I thought it was just going to be sports. <laughs> talk about three sports. Of us are, like, flop sweat, three like, of us are like flop sweat, like so yeah, anxious. Yeah, <laughs> Trying like, so hard to fucking talk about do you, do you what's know, going on with you, Tom Just Brady. real quick, this reminds me of a funny thing, Andrew. Do you remember Frankie from LOL? Do you know him? Oh, of course I do. Yeah. Um, so The man he, that knows sports. <laughs> yeah, he loves sports, and he always shows up in like a Buffalo Bills jersey. And my dad's from Buffalo, so one time I was like, Go Bills! And he was like, oh, are you a fan? And I was like, well, not really. But like, my dad, you know, like my dad's from there. So I support the team. And he was like, like, how much of a fan are you? And I was like, I really not, not really, you know, he was like, fan of you. Well, no, but he was like, <laughs> OK, who's the quarterback? And I couldn't name the quarterback. And I was like, OK, I'm not a fan. I guess you won. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Man. What did you get from this interaction? Frankie? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You humiliated me in front of my boys. Yeah. Now I have to go through the rest of this improv rehearsal with my head between my legs. The one place where I feel like a badass. <laughs> I felt so cool. So um, just to repeat, you said we we pick something that we're genuinely interested in, and then we yeah. talk about it like a sports announcer. Yeah, that's right. 
Cool. But it's so all of us a, mutually deciding on a thing, right? Yeah, like, like yeah, I think that... Oh, that would be great. Yeah, we can the, pick like, a, We can do, like, we're like an ESPN roundtable kind of discussion. Yeah. But about something that we all have pa- shared passions about. Thomas, you know the both of us probably the best. So um, in the sense that, like, I don't really know Andrew at all. Um, and I know Kevin too well. Yeah, and yeah. Andrew has a weirdly <laughs> intimate knowledge of my personal life. But uh, <laughs> I sent him the whole, all the cliff notes. Oh, yeah, yes. thank you. Yeah, he knows Thank every trauma. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we know we're all into video games. That has come up. Yeah, we've already talked music. Is there a video game? I guess that's maybe too close to sports. Is the thing? Is there anything that you're just like kind of into right now, Andrew? That you think would be fun to talk about? Yeah, we could also just talk about it. It doesn't have to be like we don't have to be like as. No, we'll we'll or... make it sports. So I just yeah, we got to yeah. Find it oh God. This is when it would really help to be passionate about anything. <laughs> Wait, you are like Kevin. Yeah, you are Zen. Holy shit, you don't get angry about uh, anything. I didn't yeah. tell you my third emotion is Zen. <laughs> I'm tired, I'm angry, and I'm Zen. That's and my it's... secret cap. I'm always I'm Zen. Always zen. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk he just who gets, never gets angry. He just gets crushed by the he's thing. Just a, he's just a regular scientist so. forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's my secret cap. I'm always Zen. He just punches it breaks his hand gets murdered by the big beast (laughs) god yeah i'm blanking like literally all i can think of was like well we talked about the last of us a bit (laughs) we could do uh i mean we've already spoiled it but we could do a like (laughs) we also don't have to spoil it Uh, we do like a prestige tv round table like we're sportscasters so we talk about like oh yeah the hottest shows or is that too broad i think that works Hello? Also, are we like commentating like we're watching it live or are we just like doing a recap like the talking dead but with like john madden um i don't when i was writing this i don't remember what i was thinking um well we can decide now yeah what sounds more fun i think it's probably fun to have a have a round table that's just like you'd see on those networks that's maybe because like commentating it would be tough without actually like having a point to draw on a point of reference you know okay um, great so let's let's do we want to do prestige do we want to just do last of us i'm i'm a dumb dumb big stupid boy so <laughs> i don't i don't, I don't You're know your own harshest critic i don't know tv yeah, as well as Andrew, I can, like you you are giving yourself no fucking credit dude <laughs> just let's, like, let's do last of us i feel like that's that we know the story we clearly yeah. all know and so if you're watching be, the last yeah. of us right now and you don't want the tv show spoiled for you i genuinely you should have turned this off like yeah you fucked 30 up already, minutes ago when we but, spoiled it the first time but it's gonna get worse i bet so yeah um if that was the one thing holding you onto this show, on my wayward son. What's your favorite uh, aspect about the podcast? Well, they don't talk about The Last of Us. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they never spoil my favorite shows. That's what I like. Yeah. Are, yeah. Are we all passionate about All right, and welcome back to The Last of Us Roundtable. This has been an incredible season so far. Uh-huh. We're going to go over to you, Chuck, and check in with how Joel is doing. Well, thanks so much for uh, stepping in. Chuck Le- is me. <laughs> Let me tell you about Joel. Joel is, well, he's he's having a rough go of it. Things were not looking good in the latter part of the things that just started going down. If I could bring it on to fucking... Oh, no, I'm not going to say what you I was going to say. swear on live TV, Chuck. Let's yeah. go over to Bill. <laughs> Yeah, hi. So I'm feeling like uh, one of the things I'm not uh, not seeing a lot of talk about yet is uh, the the representation of exactly how many clickers we're losing every single time uh, this show comes on the air. How many different uh, infected people we are? Uh, how many bodies are hitting the floor? You know the statistics, the numbers they're adding up, and that's uh, that's not looking good for the clickers. Okay, I got a well, second. I got a second. What Larry's saying? You know, uh, we uh, a lot of the critics are giving a lot of a lot of a lot of flack for episode three because it went too into a very established relationship that was set up in the video game. Yet they're not getting upset that we aren't spending five hours of 
camera time watching clickers and sneaking around corners. Uh, what do you yeah. got to say about that? Listen, listen. If you're watching this show and you think that we're not going to lose a few clickers, what? You watch football, you expect a traumatic brain injury or two. That's just how it works. We're going to lose exactly clickers. We're going to play a good game. That's how The Last of Us works. That's part of the game, but you know, I, I do think that, that one of the things that's a benefit is that we don't always see that happening. You know, we see some we see some good things happening. We see good life being made out there. We see people understanding how to survive, and that's that's something you need because if you're if you're out there and you're you know trying to fight off a horde of zombies and stacking up those numbers, those numbers are what we like to see here, stacking those up and, and making those clickers really feel the pressure. Then I think. You know, you got to share those kind of victories with somebody. And you can't share those victories with just anybody. You got to share them with people you care about. If you don't have those, you got nothing. Clickers don't have those. Fuck the clickers. I mean, oh, I forgot the so televised. I have just yeah, passion. We're going to go back over to Chuck because no one can keep their profanity under control. Hey, um, I'm actually really excited. We've got, I'm standing here on the sidelines with Craig Mazin, who wrote the TV adaptation. Craig, how do you feel your portrayal of Joel is coming across now in the latter parts of the show? I love it. He's cool. <laughs> Craig, I noticed you have a raging erection while you're talking about Joel. Is there a particular reason about this, or...? Joel is a very handsome man. He misses his daughter. So you do know that Joel is not real. Are you talking perhaps about Pedro Pascal, or do you truly mean Joel? Joel is my friend. <laughs> All right, if we can take it back to Larry, I need to find a safe space. Yeah, uh, if you feel unsafe, uh, there are numbers you can call. We like to see those numbers stacking up, so make sure you call a number to make yourself feel safe if you see Craig Mason. Uh, no shade to Craig Mason, who's probably a fine dude. <laughs> probably doesn't want to. That is the fuck. end of our segment. We broke character because we got insecure that Craig Mason might be offended by our our podcast. You know what? He's out there. He's listening. Yeah. That man you know what I think directed you know, superhero movie. He directed superhero movie. Okay. His middle <laughs> initial is yes. A. He Craig also directed Scary Movie 3 and 4, I think. Scary Movie you know, 3 was the best one. What if he... He might find out about this episode. If, if he's anything like Usher, just Googling his own name, looking for he's the not. next Justin Bieber. Yeah. I would take... I, so, if, if, so, so far, our formula has been that if we can get people who are big on a certain platform, we will then fail on that platform. So... <laughs> Um, we got like a TikTok kind of viral star and then it was the worst performing TikTok we ever put out and yeah. like to like promote that show. And, um, so I'm hoping that if we can, we can successfully tank our hopes and dreams by getting like big film stars and, yeah. and theatrical stars. Well, and HBO like wanted, like they were thinking about like previewing the podcast for a limited series, but it right. seems like that's not going to happen anymore because we dissed. Neil Duckman in a previous episode, and now <laughs> Craig A. Mason in this episode. We're just like taking down the creators one at a time. Yeah, gunning for their necks, as it were. Well, I'm really sorry to hear that you could have had a thriving podcast, but yeah. Instead, you we are have on this. a sinking ship, Andrew. But uh, <laughs> and I've never been happier. Yeah, a musician like in the Titanic to play us down. Yeah. And you know it's um, perfect because you know who likes to flee sinking ships. Rats can pop those suckers in a bag. Ooh. Give them to Kendrick. Oh, oh he's very good. Bars. Full circle. Yeah, we're there. He's we just it. spitting bars in this bag of rats <laughs> as it's going down. You're like Kendrick. We have we have ample <laughs> lifeboats, and he's just like, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Just like, Doing his old shit into the bag. <laughs> Just spitting his old stuff into this bag of rats as a ship sinks. Please, sir. Please. <laughs> You're so rich and famous. Very good. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on. This episode yeah. was not as bad as you warned us it would be. Uh, and for yeah. that, I'm grateful. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Oh. I'm in... Baby wants candy in Shamilton, so if you're in Chicago, check those out. And I just literally read an email that I got in this new show that's going to go up at the Annoyance with 
AI? I, I, I have no idea. But so keep an eye out for whatever that is. I'll potentially be in it. <laughs> great. Can't awesome. wait to see it. That Kevin is great. AI, so he'll be there. I, it is. Yeah. It, Kevin's yeah. actually writing it. I forgot to say I'm that. I'm glad to know that we're, I'm glad to hear we're doing a show together. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. And I know in your diary journals that I've been pouring over that this has been a long time coming. So yeah. Yeah. I know you intimately. I've been coming for a long time. <laughs> it's a medical condition. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't last long in bed, but Kevin comes for a really long time. Like the sex part is short, but it takes forever. Five minutes of coming. It's just like it's like it's like oh, it's like you hooked up with Kevin. How was it? Oh well, he like came in like thirty seconds. Oh wow, you guys only did it for thirty seconds. It's like no, we we did it for like another fifteen we minutes. Were, we were up all night and he came for three hours. <laughs> it was rough because after like he stopped crying after the first hour, thank God. <laughs> I started with crying and then I accepted. <laughs> It was a beautiful. It, it was a beautiful arc. Honestly, going a whole last Stop! You're giving Craig Mason ideas. Kevin's got a freaking mushroom head down there. Anyway, this has been Oops All Segments. Uh, let's do our outro. Uh, I'm Thomas. That's Kevin. If you yeah. like the show, you can like and subscribe and go on Rated YouTube. Watch than the my video mom did on iTunes. Yeah. If you want to see Andrew's drum set, you can watch the video and know what he was doing while we couldn't hear him. Uh, also, uh, we have something called bio.site slash, just a second, please. We have something called bio.site slash segments. That's where you can submit your segment ideas. We never get any submissions. How dare you? Um, and we have another podcast called What We Do in the Basement. It's a D&D show hosted by Kevin DMing. And it's very fun. I, yeah, yeah, it's a good time. You should check it out, folks, if you haven't already. Um, once again, thank you so much to Andrew for coming on the show and spinning the wheel with us. And, uh, I'm so we'll glad y'all had me. Yeah, we will see you beautiful folks in your... Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us next week for another episode of Oops! All Segments. Bye! Bye! Bye!